You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 133. So how do high-achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business, and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. Hello, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well. Last week, I did a habit jump start for myself for a few tasks that I wanted to incorporate in my week so I could achieve larger goals that I've had my eye on. So that's what I'm going to talk to you about today. I'm walking you through the process that I'm doing so you can pinpoint what would be most impactful to your goals and give you a habit to jump start. Just like you jumpstart your car to get it going after the battery dies, right? Because I noticed in my brain that I wasn't doing the things that would further what I wanted and I needed to check in and I wanted to create something for myself that used the tools that I already use with my clients, with myself that work, and then incorporate them into something that I could teach here. So it's going to take thinking on your part before you do anything. So be sure you grab a pen and paper. If you're driving, I have the second best way of taking notes. When you reach your destination, go to my website and read the transcript. Did you know I have transcripts for my podcasts? That's right. Isn't that amazing? So on every podcast page at the bottom, there is a link to take you to the transcript. You can go to dinacataldo.com forward slash 133 to get that link. So before we get going, I want to share a breakthrough one of my clients had this week. It was really a whole vibe that she gave off during our session that tipped me off that she'd made a big shift. When she first started coaching with me about a month ago, she was a little frazzled. She'd tell you the same thing. Her brain was all over the place, worrying and telling herself how overwhelmed she was. She gave off this hectic vibe, and during our session this week, I noticed she was a lot more grounded. Her speech slowed down. She seemed more solid in her presence, and when I mentioned it to her, she said she realized that whenever she felt overwhelmed, that it was a choice she was making, that she could see now that her thoughts were really what was creating that feeling. And now we can have this understanding logically, right? Like we can understand if you've been listening to this podcast for a while that our thoughts create our feelings, but until we get it in our bones, we don't reflect this understanding in our life. It doesn't show outward. Her presence alone signaled the shift that she'd made mentally. She came across more trusting of herself and more confident. And if you've been struggling, feeling overwhelmed, I can help you. When you're ready, schedule a strategy session with me. I'll link up to where you can schedule a chat with me at dinacataldo.com forward slash 133. And during our chat, you'll get an understanding of where your work really is to build that trust and to build that confidence in yourself and what you can start doing to begin making changes. Just go to dinacataldo.com forward slash 133 and then find a time that works for you on the scheduling page. All right, let's talk about jumpstarting a habit. Before I break down the steps, I want to help you get clarity on which habit 
you want to focus on most so that you can use this jumpstart technique I am sharing. You don't need to do it on all of the things you want to do in your life. In fact, in the first step, I'm going to tell you why you should choose just one. But where do you start? Pick a goal you are working towards. Just pick one. Like a couple examples here, it could be you want to be fit so you can look amazing in a swimsuit or to fit a dress. Or you want to build your business. Um, You want to have more clients in your business, okay? So those are a couple examples we're going to work with here. So first, if you want to be fit, but you're not exercising because you're telling yourself you don't have time, I want you to ask yourself, what sounds easy to you to make that time to work out? What sounds really easy to you? Does 30 minutes a day, five times a week sound easy to you? How about 20 minutes a day, three times a week? Let go of the thoughts that 20 minutes isn't enough to get you fit like you want to be. If you are not exercising, start small. Once you establish a habit for a few weeks, then you can adjust the time. The goal here is to start somewhere. The other example, you want to build your business and you've been thinking about reaching out to be on more podcasts or write guest blogs to get on other people's radars, but you just haven't been doing it. There just doesn't seem to be enough time in the week and even when you schedule it, you skip it. Sometimes it completely drops off your radar. What sounds easy to you to complete this task? One outreach a week, three a week, maybe 10 a week. You get the idea here. You have a larger goal and you notice you're not building the habits to build the foundation for your goal to get you where you want to be. You can't get fit unless you move your body. You can't grow your practice unless you put yourself out there. There are a lot of thoughts that prevent us from starting a habit or restarting a habit. And I'm going to walk you through those today. I do want to mention this. We are, you know, oftentimes we'll create a habit and then we'll tell ourselves we fell off. That's okay. Things happen in life right? Like the pandemic happened and suddenly I didn't have a yoga studio to go to and I had to realize, all right, I need to find a a new way to incorporate exercise into my life. How do I do that? I had to really think through, okay, now there's this big change in my life. How do I make what I want to happen, happen? Or, you know, suddenly um, you have your kids at home. Same thing. It's like, okay, well, I had to give up Um, I don't know, maybe you had to give something up, like working out regularly or um, doing the outreach you wanted to do for your business because suddenly you had a child at home that you needed to teach. So things will happen in life, okay? A a parent maybe gets ill. um, You've got to take care of someone else for a little while. These things happen in life and it's okay to stop a habit and then restart it. We get scared and think that we're, there's something wrong with us when we no longer complete a habit, we're not doing it anymore, and then um, we have to restart it and we think, oh, I'll never be able to do that again. No, of course you'll be able to do it again. You did it before, you can do it again. Sometimes there's just pauses in between habits. That's okay. I also want to say this. I am hoping you're not going to put this off until the new year, all right? If there's one thing I know for sure, now is the best time to start anything you want to do. Decide what you want to choose for yourself, then use this podcast as a jumping off point to get started right now. 
All right, so here are seven steps you can follow. I love that I did this in seven steps. It's so, I just like that number. Okay, here are seven steps you can follow to begin jump starting the habit that you choose. Number one, pick one habit you want to jumpstart and be super specific about it. Don't pick multiple habits if you've never done this before. Your brain needs to be trained how to focus. That's why you haven't made this a habit already. One habit helps your brain focus. It dials into what you want. When you choose your habit, make it specific so your brain knows when you've completed your task. If you're working out, specify how many times a week and for how long. Five times a week for 30 minutes each time. Say it like that, okay? Five times a week for 30 minutes each time. Not five days a week and 15 minutes here or 30 minutes there. Hey, you see what I mean? Your brain's going to argue with you. Oh, when am I complete? Is it 15 minutes? How about 30 minutes? It's going to make it more difficult if you have that kind of a goal because it's confused about the goal. So if you are thinking that way, like 15 minutes here or 30 minutes there, if you can get to it, and that 30 minutes is just too long some days, make your goal 15 minutes five times a week. Right? If you do that and then you you know you can always uh, add a couple minutes if you feel like it, you've completed your 15 minute goal though. All right. And then your brain is like happy. It's like, yes, I did it. Done. And I'm going to tell you on step number seven why that is important because we're going to trick our brain into doing something for us. If you have a goal like the outreach one I mentioned, make that specific too. Don't make the goal up to 10 outreaches a week. That's super vague. It's got to be something solid like 10 outreaches a week, period. If you think that's too hard for you and that stresses you out, then dial it back to five. But don't make it wishy-washy. It's got to be solid or your brain's going to swim in overwhelm and confusion and you're not going to do it. This is supposed to be fun too, okay? Just in case you forgot that. Fun is important. In fact, I'm in this phase, and I'm going to keep this phase, I've decided, is that I'm not going to do it unless it's fun. All right, number two, ask yourself what one time suck you are willing to give up to jumpstart this habit. Doing this is important because it brings awareness to all the things you do, even though you're saying you don't have time to build your habit. For me, I notice my time sucks are Instagram, scrolling social media, and watching Netflix. So what are you willing to give up to make time for the habit that's going to yield you dividends in the future? Scrolling social media isn't bringing you the compound effect that building a habit that serves you will. Forming a habit is the same as building a muscle. We don't get the muscle all at once. We grow it with repetitions. Giving up a habit that isn't serving you is going to help open up space in your brain so you can do the repetitions you need for your new habit. Number three, ask yourself what obstacle thoughts will get in the way. All right, obstacle thoughts. Well, building a habit all starts with your thoughts. An obstacle thought is a thought that you've been thinking over and over again that is preventing you from creating the habit that you have wanted to already. So take time here to think about the thoughts that always seem to get in the way of you taking the action you want. So if you notice that you have your workout scheduled for the afternoon, but you always skip it, ask yourself what you're thinking. Is it something like, I'll do it tomorrow, I don't feel like it, it's not a big deal if I skip it just this once? Those are your obstacle thoughts. My obstacle thoughts are things like, I don't feel like it, 
I'll do it later. And my all-time favorite thing that my brain does is completely blanks on a task. The reason our brains think these obstacle thoughts or just turns a blind eye to what you tell yourself you want to do is because of the way it is wired. Our brains are wired to the present moment and they want to seek pleasure in the short run, avoid pain in the short run, and it wants things to be easy right now. So while we might think that working out will give us long-term pleasure, and we see that logically in our brain, like, yes, it's going to be so pleasurable when I'm, you know, on the beach and I look fabulous, our brain's primal wiring tells us, no, I don't feel like it. Let's go grab some chips and watch TV instead. That'll feel nice right now. That's just the reality of our wiring. And then it's up to us to recognize that wiring for what it is and use the more evolved part of our brain to see this as an obstacle thought. It's not a big deal. It's just a thought. Number four, now we are going to come up with strategies. So what are your strategies for overcoming those obstacle thoughts? Now that you know what they are, it's time to come up with strategies to overcome them. It should go without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. Your habits need to be on your calendar. That is the number one strategy for overcoming any obstacle, in addition to the mindset work you do to follow through on your commitments. This is a lot of the work I do with my clients, so it's normal not to have it down. If you need help with this, if you need to really dial in how you calendar things, I have the Busy Lawyer's Guide to Creating Five Hours a Week. You can go to dinacataldo.com forward slash 133. I will link up to it there. So you want to make things as easy as possible to overcome your obstacle thoughts. For instance, if you know that your brain is going to blank on a task like it does with me, then I'm going to make reminders for myself. I'll place a post-it note on the table in my breakfast nook to remind myself to do my visualization for 20 minutes, for instance. Or I'll have a post-it note on my journal. Things that I see every day so that I know, okay, hey, there's a post-it on that thing I see every day. What does it say? And it keeps my brain focused on the habit. Or if I know that I'm working out 30 minutes each morning, I'm going to set my clothes out the night before to remind me to get changed in the morning. It's a really simple little tweak that that you can do. So when the time comes to work out, you can break that up into little parts because, you know, our brain's going to say maybe later, it sounds hard, don't you just want to sit here and sip your coffee? But instead, I can say, okay, well... I'm just going to break this up into tiny things. I'm, I'm just going to get up and walk to the clothes. I'm just going to put on the clothes. I'm, then I'm just going to walk out to the garage because it's COVID and I now have a garage gym. So I'll also have thoughts I want to remember to think on post-its, right? Because our thoughts create our feelings and our feelings create our actions. And so I want to build in this thought to practice. I'm going to uh, show you in the upcoming step what else you're going to do with this. So keep this in mind. There's going to be a little another piece to this. So I'll have the thoughts I want to remember to think on a post-it maybe. I could, you know, you don't have to 100% believe these thoughts yet. In fact, they may feel a little weird at first. It's a thing called cognitive dissonance in our brain. But after you've practiced them a few weeks, you're going to find them less awkward. So figure out what you want to believe about each of these tasks. So for me, when it comes to visualization time, I think the thought, okay, this is going to be fun. 
I, it's going to be fun. I know how I'm going to feel at the end of it. That's me thinking future focused. That's not how my primal brain is thinking. My primal brain is thinking, oh, just sip on this coffee. It's fine. But what I want to create in my life, something that furthers my goal of my, of my business, then I have to be more future focused. So I want to think the thought and practice the thought. This will be fun. When it comes to working out, I might think a thought like, I'm doing this, or let's do this, or I'm going to be so hot in that dress, or future me will thank me. You know, when it comes to an outreach goal like I talked about, I might say, might say something to myself like, if I get started right now, it'll get easier. Just do one thing to make it easier to get going. So then after I have that thought, what might happen is uh, it may look like me getting up and sitting in front of my computer or it may be me opening up my email and just start writing. Take your time here. Like really think about this. You're teaching your brain to be more future focused instead of allowing your brain's primal wiring to be on autopilot all the time. You're building reps to build the muscles you want in your brain. And now that you've done the work in three and four, and you know, you can hit pause on this if you're listening to this and you're actually doing this work as we're doing it, as I'm talking, um, then you can go into five, six, and seven, which are going to make it easier for you. Okay. We're going to just do your brainstorms here. So number three was all your obstacle thoughts. Make sure you're brainstorming all the thoughts that get in the way of you following through on the habit you want to create. And then in step four, you're writing all the thoughts you want to think about your habit, like that make you feel really good about accomplishing your goal. Like just brainstorm a bunch of them and feel them in your body. Just kind of see, okay, how does that feel? Does it feel really good? Does it feel negative? And the reason that this is so important is because you're also building your compass. A couple episodes ago, I was talking about, you know, really focusing your compass. um, And that, I think it was 131. And that is what you are doing here is you're starting to build out your compass. You're starting to recognize, okay, what are the feelings that are not creating the habit that I want? And what are the feelings that are going to create the habit that I want? And of course, we create those feelings with the thoughts that we have. Okay, so step number five. What are the top three thoughts that you have right now about the habit that you want? So you're going to go back to number three and you're going to see what the top three obstacle thoughts are. The ones you have pretty much all the time when you're about to complete the task you've chosen. This is going to bring you awareness of what your brain thinks on default. So that way, every time you think that thought, you can just tell yourself, oh, my brain's on default. That's okay. Not a problem. What am I feeling right now? Okay. Just recognize it, check in. All right, what's the thought I wanna think? All right, let's check in on that thought. All right, that's all you're doing. Now, number six, what are the top three thoughts that I want to have after 30 days? Okay, I picked 30 days out of a hat, just so you know. When you're doing this process, you can pick whatever time frame you want. I picked 30 days. Um, a lot of the studies say that you can't really form a habit after 60 days or 90 days. I don't know that that's a hard and fast rule. It really depends on what your belief is. But, um, and that means like how hard you believe something, how truly you believe something. But, you know, if you want to make this 60 days, feel free to do 60 days. All right, so go back to number four. What are the top three thoughts about your tasks that feel really good in your body? Write them down, put them on post-its, place them all around the house. Practice those thoughts and feeling that feeling in your body. 
a nice way to do this, because um, I know that a lot of the lawyers I work with are, are disconnected from their bodies and how they feel. And that's really normal since we don't have that practice feeling that compass in our body. So a really nice way to do this is just read the thought you want to have really slowly. It's not just rote memorization that we're doing here. It's actively feeling the feeling that the thought creates for you. So if you're, if you want to think the thought, this is going to be fun, like read it like that. Don't just read, this is going to be fun. You want to read it like, this is going to be fun. (laughs) Okay. So find those ways to really tap into your body's natural nervous system and the way that you say things out loud. So if you say, I am going to reach out to 10 amazing podcast this week say it really slowly and say it confidently like that rather than saying something like I'm going to reach out to 10 podcasts this week you know it's a very different feeling in your body and that will give you a sense of the feeling that you're going for there just recognize how you're saying it that's a simple simple trick for you there okay so Now that you know the foundation, here's the cherry on top that is going to satisfy your primal brain as you go along. It's using your primal brain's wiring to get it to do your bidding. Number seven, make a chart. (laughs) So our primal brain wants immediate satisfaction. Long-term goals and doing things to further long-term goals is not its priority. It wants pleasure now. So let's give that to it. Every time you follow through on your task to further your long-term goal, you're going to give yourself a gold star. I think it would actually be awesome to use gold stars for this now that I say it out loud, but here's how I do it. I use a blank calendar page and place it on my bedroom wall. It's pretty. It's in color. So I want to look at it. It's pretty. I have a pretty pink pen that I use to check off when I've completed my goal that day. Yes, I am not ashamed. I use a pretty pink pen. You can use a glitter pen. Whatever makes you happy and satisfies that primal brain, do it. Your brain is going to feel incomplete if you're not checking off that you completed your habit that day. I noticed this the other night. Even though I committed to practicing Italian 30 minutes for five times a week, when I skipped one night, which I was allowed to do, right? It was only five times a week. My brain felt off like I needed to have more check marks. So play with this concept. This is a fun concept if you let it work for you. As long as you're using it for good instead of getting into this hustle-like energy, use it. Once you notice that you get a feeling of striving or you start beating yourself up because you didn't follow through, then it's time to reevaluate if you need to keep doing this. Do some self-coaching work, question your thoughts, because remember, our thoughts are just thoughts, all right? We get to choose which ones we have. The goal of this practice is to be fun. Once it stops being fun, stop doing it. So I'd love to hear if you're using this tool, okay? I first talked about this concept on Instagram. So if you're not there with me, be sure to join me at dina.cataldo. I show up in the stories and posts pretty much daily, and I help you get your brain focused on what's most important to you and building your practice. I hope you have fun with this. I'm really enjoying it and I am gonna, you know, whenever I need to give myself that little boost of energy, just like I jumpstart a car, 
I'm going to use this because I've noticed the difference in me and how I'm thinking about my goals. And I, I really enjoy the way that I feel about it. I hope you have a wonderful day and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you.